systems are offline. This station is now the ultimate power in the universe. The Pat and AJ Podcast. Well, because they got great banter. They jib-jab. Jib-jab, jib-jab, jib-jab. Pat and AJ. I feel like the conversation we've been having in the last five minutes is a lot more interesting than the shit they're talking about on the radio. Just moronic commentary and stupid sound effects, and it's just dumb. It doesn't make any sense. It's the Pat and AJ Podcast. Pat and AJ Podcast. Somebody commented on our YouTube channel that they do the same hand gesture when... uh, Danny DeVito says jib jab jib jab because they jib, they jib. watched our live video from last week. Oh, from the fiftieth, yeah, fiftieth um, episode. I'm so jaded. Like I thought, I saw that there were comments on our YouTube channel, yeah. and I forgot that we did that Why live you video. Check them? Well, I, I was like, oh great, it's just haters watching old videos calling us fat, you know. And oh, it was. <laughs> yeah. Well, you don't. <laughs> you are a damaged little kitten. Aren't yeah, you? I know. But no, it was actually really funny comments. It was positive. It was wasn't positive. It? See, yeah, that's why you should enter it with a positive mindset. I'll work on it. Well, hello everyone. Welcome into the fifty-second episode of the Pat and AJ podcast. This is the first one from what will become the next edition of the Pat and AJ podcast studio. One, you're killing me. I feel like I'm just like locked in this room. I feel like Rapunzel. Like I need to throw my hair out the window. <laughs> well, you're. I mean, you're the one who chose to work in this room. You well, could. Yeah. I mean, there's any many other places in the house that we could have made work areas. And but no, you said you wanted to work out of here. AJ is basically trying to um, figure out what it's like to exist again when she has to wake up for work. And by this isn't just waking up for work. This is waking up like a morning show again. Um, well, we'll tell everyone what you're. I mean, don't don't get into like names and stuff. But like, you're training for a new job right now. Yeah, I'm training for a new job, and um, it is a media job. It's kind of like a radio job. Yeah. Um, but it's on the East Coast. So I have to, we're on the West Coast. I got to get up three hours earlier than I normally would. So, so it's like virtual training. You're on yeah. Zoom and, and all that stuff. But, you know, everyone else is starting at 9 a.m. New York time. So I'm, well, and so I started at 6.30 this morning, which wasn't as bad as yesterday. Yesterday I had to start at 5 on the head. Yeah. That just felt just a little early. Like the sun come up, comes up really early here in Arizona and it wasn't even totally up when I got up yesterday. So today was easier. Tomorrow is the same time. So it'll be easier. But okay. yeah, no, I'm just kind of existing with my butt in this chair. I'm glad we have one of those desks though, that gives you the option to stand up. To stand up. It. Yeah, it's you really, can do that. It's really nice. I stood up uh, while my big butt ate lunch today and did some work, but it, See, was, it was nice because, you know, you, you don't want to sit all day. I was doing that a lot because I worked at the same desk um, throughout my graduate program. And so not only were my uh, classes online, but then in the middle of the pandemic, Everything went virtual, yeah. including like my internships and stuff. So I started existing literally like 12 hours a day on this desk and the stand feature saved my ass it's a amazing. million times because you did feel, I mean, and, and that was the overall effect of the pandemic in general is that you felt like all of a sudden you didn't move and you're just yeah. a big lump of, you know, sack just, just sitting there. stationary lump so, of person. like that kind of gave me some sense of, all right, this is a little normal. Yeah. I can stand up on it and stuff. Dude, that so. desk got wrecked in the move. Look at it. Well, yeah, you know, that's because. That um, desk looked great before it got there. Listen, this is what happens when you uh, pay professionals to move your stuff, which we did not. That's why our stuff is all like fucked shit. up. It's because me. <laughs> I am not a professional. You know? <laughs> I did. I did laugh a little bit about how much stuff yeah. was broke when it got here. And Listen. My, my sister was really funny. She goes, "You guys, you rented moving moving pods, right?" And I said, "Yes." 
She goes, didn't you do that when you came back from Seattle and a bunch of shit was broke? And I said, yeah, so maybe that's the problem. <laughs> Is it the movie? The, it I, seems <laughs> to be, well, I mean, and it, it, it's... Or we just need lessons on how to pack a moving pod because we obviously suck at well, it. Well, yeah, I mean, we're definitely not packing it right. Now, what's funny about it is... And I didn't want to say that. I didn't want you to like take offense because you no, packed. I don't care. You packed both the pods. Yeah, I did. So, but yeah, no. There's just like this desk is yeah, wrecked. Don't care, dude. Our. Um, I mean, because I know what happened. Listen, I've moved every way possible known to man. Okay, I'm talking from just filling up a, a car, a car to filling up a U-Haul to filling up a pod to having uh, movers show up with a big truck to having movers show up, pack your shit, and then yep. put it in the big truck. So I've done from the curbs to the burbs and everything in between. And the pod, let me tell you, is one, a very economical is. Uh, way to move your shit. The more resources I had at the times, the more I spent. Yeah. Like the time we had, like, I mean, our son was what? How old? He was a baby. Two months, three yeah. months. That's when I had the biggest moving budget ever when I got my gig in Seattle. Well, that's the thing. You got to remember, we had people paying yeah. for us to move back then. This time, it was no. us paying for us to move. But so, you know, I spent the whole thing on these movers that were going to pack the stuff as well because I was across the country. Yeah. And AJ had this new baby, and she was like, "What? how am I supposed to do this? And I'm like... It was very cute. He uh, took off for the job in Seattle and said, well, you know, just, just pack the apartment. Just pack it up. No pack problem. it up. And... I- I had a newborn at home. I'm like, are you fucking crazy? It's like a puppy. Come on. You know? No, it's not like a Funny, you also got a puppy right after we had a baby, which well, we I ended know. up giving back. That's what I mean. We had a puppy and a dog. But, I mean, so I've done them all. And, yes, listen. No, those, I, I, some people take very good care. Like the folks that came in, like they, they uh, packed for us. It was very well enforced. Oh, yeah. When the guys come in, they move your furniture uh, and they pack it. They wrap it in all the blankets. You know, See, that's what we should have done, and, I realize, yeah. is we should have wrapped the furniture, even yeah. if it was just in a blanket or something. I mean, you did wrap some stuff. And, and you know, to be fair, the damage to the desk is, like, you can fix that with one of those wood pens. Yeah, I was going to say. But, like, and, and some of it was just, like, our coffee table got here, yeah. and that was wrecked just that from was wrecked being in a heat. pod. That it, yeah. was wrecked from the heat, There right? was a bunch of, uh, like, the wood was all warped, yeah, and it yeah. was it was crazy. Yeah, I've done them all. The pods definitely seems to be our, uh, our, our economical, like, middle ground, you know? It also depends on what you're moving. I mean, if you have a lot of huge, expensive furniture, no, the pod is not the way for you to go. But, like, we, the only furniture we moved... Yeah, we didn't have a lot of furniture. ...was um, a couch, two chairs, that desk... Mm-hmm. Um, that was it, wasn't it? Uh, I I think. I mean, and then then all the boxes and and odds and ends, but and we just we bought stuff when we got here because it was just cheaper. But so AJ's been living in this room like all day long. Now we're turning this into our podcast studio. Yeah, it's kind of going to be our like everything studio. Yeah, so you know we'll we'll figure out soundproofing. I don't know if it sounds that good right now. I'm wondering, yeah, because I can hear myself echo, but I don't know if the mic is picking it up. Well, we'll find that out. All it's, of, it's better all than in it, the magic of post production. Yeah, right? it was, it's better than it was when we first moved in here. I was like, this room echoes like a bathroom. We can't yeah. use this as a podcast room. No, and what's funny about it is, so AJ's using AJ's letting me decorate this room, which I'm amazed. I'm amazed that she's giving me. I thought at best but she'd you, she'd give me the garage. I thought maybe oh she'd be like, you know what? Why don't you hang a nice poster yeah. from one of your little hippie concerts? Why don't you put it up in the garage? 
But you decorated, I let you decorate um, the office in our old house. I basically let you put up all the pictures you wanted to. So I yeah. figured we should do that for this too. I don't care. It doesn't bother me. I mean, I, I like the artwork and stuff you have in here. And to be honest with you, my job is so goddamn intense that like, I don't, I don't see what's around me. I don't care. I'm just trying to get it done and not mess it up. What is funny though is so AJ's, uh, you know, training for this new job and behind her is I have a Beatles picture, yeah. right? And it's a- from his mom's house. His mom was a Beatle maniac. He's a Beatle maniac. Yes. And AJ, of course, famously walked out of a Paul McCartney show. Um, if I had in Detroit, because she's like, I'm sleepy. It's time to go to sleep, dude. He, I'm not even going to go into exactly. this. He's he he will throw this at me any chance he gets. So uh, while she's training with her gig, behind her is this Beatles poster, and the one woman who's training her is a Beatles fan and is a little bit older than you. Yeah. So probably has some original memories and she keeps referencing the Beatles. She mentioned it multiple times yesterday and she was like, she was like throwing Beatles trivia at me and I was just, it was, it was Ringo's 81st birthday. That's what it was. She didn't know that. I knew you didn't know that. Not a chance it you knew also, it was Ringo's again, birthday. It was like six o'clock in the morning and I was like, yeah, I got a Beatles poster behind me and she just wanted to talk Beatles and I'm like, I can't think of anything more on <laughs> I mean, did you say that or were you playing along? I played like, along. You really, oh, yeah, look at that. I mean, I could have said it's my husband's poster and I don't care for the Beatles, but I didn't really so want to get that funny. deep into it. So. You're like uh, you're like Jim on The Office when he tried to impress Idris Elba with soccer. When yes. all of a sudden he's like, yeah, I'm into soccer, man. I did soccer before. When I was eight. <laughs> AJ's lying to her new bosses. She's like trying to talk in-depth Beatles shit. This was a co-worker. Oh, okay. A co-worker. I'm sorry. I, no, I've been training with... A lot of different people. I have the, the coolest team. Like, yeah. I got a call from the general manager see, yesterday. Say that because we all you, hold on. We all know that any job you say that when you first get there. You oh, love, I know. You love every job when you first get there. I've loved every job that I uh, that I've worked at when I first got there, except one. Um, all the other ones I I, I loved, and then I eventually know. you're like, oh, this sucks, and and well, you suck. But I, no, I I don't know because I'm I'm every time I would say that about our old radio station, like yeah. on my social media, I knew because I knew they'd fire us one day, like they did for yeah. no reason. Yeah, sure. Um, I said I'm gonna look back at these and be mad at myself for sugarcoating it, putting lipstick on a pig, yeah. and I and I am now. I'm all those memories are coming up, and I'm like, screw you, like, like so so. But for but, right now, your feelings are right now that you feel very good about your work environment. You feel yes. good about your coworkers, your management, the company, how they're treating I you. I got a phone call from New York City. New York City. You're so easy to impress. From, you see this from little- the CEO to say, welcome to the company. If you ever need anything or just want to talk, my door is open. Little Midwestern girl. You put New York City in front of anything. She's like, bright lights. I do feel inferior because almost all of my coworkers are in the city. So like, have you had to learn because now I went, uh, my graduate program was kind of a combo of being virtual classes out of our campus, mainly in the Bronx, but your internships, your field work for what I was going to school for social work, you did in person. Yeah. So I dealt with a mixture of at the time, local Michiganders Yeah. in my, you know, field work setting. And then I would go into this virtual world, which was mainly these New York. Oh, I'm the only person on the <laughs> professors and students. And- I think I, d- I don't know, but I think I'm the only one on the West coast, but the way I guess, and the guy who was training me today said something interesting right at the end of the, of the day. He What's said, 
he's like, well, it's really cool to like talk to you and train you virtually. You're the first person we've like trained virtually like this. And he goes, it gives me hope that we can all still work from home. And I was like, oh my gosh, I didn't think about like that because a few of them talked about it. Like, well, you know, when we're back at at the studio, so they're back in, yeah, they're there in the tri-state area. They did the traditional thing where they had to move to New York city to work for this organization. You have gotten a job birth out of the pandemic way of doing yes. business, which has you here. Have you learned that you have to take 20% of the jackass off everything a New Yorker says? Um, I haven't. I None of them have been jackasses yet, but I'll tell you. Um, I, so it, I was watching our, our Zoom meeting. We had a, a meeting today and I was looking at everybody's background and like where they're living. And I'm like, okay, I'm seeing, I, I saw some houses. So I'm like, they, I don't think they live yeah. in the city. <laughs> this is all the shit that I did during school. Yeah. You would have loved my like program because that's all I did was just analyze. Where are you? Yeah. What's in your background? Is that an old lady walking around? Well, Is that yeah. a kid? Is there a cat? You can uh, you can tell that I'm the only one in a hot climate because I'm like in a tank top today. And like yeah. everybody's dressed super casual. I mean, t-shirts, even, even women, t-shirts, nobody really cares. You get your job done. Nobody gives a shit. But you can tell I'm the only one in a warm climate because everybody else is a little more covered up. Yeah. And I'm like, it's hot here, you guys. Sorry. But uh, yesterday, the woman that trained me, I could hear her dog bugging her to go outside. And she said, well, I live in an apartment. So going outside is like a a big big to do. do, And she also was saying, um, you know, I'm sorry, this is so unprofessional, but somebody's coming to my door in an hour and it's a refrigerator guy because my refrigerators have been broke for five days and the AC has been broke for five days. (sighs) And like, you can tell she just lives in the tiniest, teeniest New York city apartment. It's also just her and her dog, but still it's, it's actually kind of fun to like look behind people. But I'll tell you something. I can't, I figured it out today because you asked me this right before I started training for my job. You said, what kind of background do you want for your, your Zoom background? Yeah. Do, do you, you're, you're like, do you want the room as the background or do you want something fun? Do you want it's like... a big thing. Like they literally talk about this. I mean, especially considering myself, I'm doing a Zoom interview for a job tomorrow. Yeah. And there are tips on not only how to dress yourself, but how to address your background. Yeah. And how you don't want it to be this or that. And you definitely don't want it this. And this helps. And it's crazy to yeah. think, but this is our, this is again, 2020. 21 man the new world so yeah i asked her I'm, I'm i'm like do you want like something we can order where you pull it up and it's kind of like a little i don't know paris isn't back you i don't give a shit so but, you know. i don't think that would be a bad idea mm-hmm. but i'll tell you what is more distracting are these digital backgrounds you are yeah, not yeah. on a dock yeah, at the beach and every time you move like you you have this halo glow around you the two people in my meeting today one of them had like a cosmic background the other one was like on a dock on a sunset on a beach and it was distracting as hell i'd rather just have you have your messy ass house yeah. in your background yeah i had um one guy that i went to school with and was odd when i say man because there was very there was only like i don't know uh, three of us in the entire program social but, work not a, a popular male profession apparently huh? <laughs> not but uh there was one dude that i went to class with and like he would he would fuck around the entire he would keep changing with his background like he would start and the thing was he would always start class with his actual background which to me was very interesting it looked like he had a big uh bookshelf and they had books i think he had some stuff on the wall it looked like a very traditional like i'm learning shit kind yeah. of background 
And then he would just go into, like you said, all of a sudden, now I'm at the dock of the bay. Now, now I'm, I'm in space. <laughs> yeah, now I'm in space. Now I'm at the zoo. Now I'm uh, in a forest hiking. See, that would be kind of fun to change it throughout the meeting because like yeah. most meetings, you have so many people, you don't see everybody all at once. They just keep popping up. It'd be fun to keep changing it I think and not address that, it. And, and I think that's what like, he was like trying to like go for, which which is fine. But sometimes in like social work class, then you hit like the you know abuse day, and it's like, hey, take off the funny background, oh, guys. Yeah. We're talking serious. Yeah, shit. no, I can see that like backfiring. Like we had uh, two meetings today. The first one, everybody was pretty chill, ready to get to work. Yeah. The last one was like the end of the day. People were crabby. <laughs> I could see that backfiring where they're like, knock it off with the background. Yeah, I'd be like, can we just get through this? Yes, so, so we can all so be So do done. you want one? Do you want one? Uh, yeah, but I don't know what I want on you it. You should do the the, uh, the 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 old 90s uh background for all the... the laser uh, thing? Yeah, the old Life Touch photos. The ones we used to do for like sixth grade. Do you know what I want? Huh? Is I want the laser thing, except I want floating cat head behind me. That. But see, now that's distracting. See, you're trying to be professional here. Am I, I though? The, I got I got to keep things perfect. One of us in this room has to keep keeps things perfect. Oh, I hate that background. I don't know. We'll have to talk about it. But yeah, that might not be a bad idea. Just not a digital background. No. I don't like that. It's weird. All right. Well, I'm going to have to figure out my background. Yeah, I, I have a uh, digital job interview tomorrow that I'll be doing, I assume, in here. Maybe. I'll I mean, the background in here is, 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 you could do it right where I'm sitting. I could do it where you're sitting. It, to be honest with you, this room is so nondescript. Like. Yeah. All you see is the closet behind me, which is closed, and there's nothing in it. Where are and you? The USA, baby. Yeah. USA. That's where I am. Where are you at? Where are you listening from? I, you know what? I will not say that you're in the USA. I have checked in on our stats. I want to thank you for being here. Who's uh, who's here from uh, overseas? On the Pat and AJ podcast, we got folks listening all around the world from Germany uh, to India. Oh, my God. Why? <laughs> uh, of course, we got ourselves uh, uh, some of our outlying U.S. territories like Hawaii, U.S. Virgin Islands. That's more Guam, understandable. Samoa. But like, what, what, what but are they? What are they interested in? Few in Ruskies India? in there. Few Ruskies. Ruskies love my Russian brothers and sisters, and they're not being oppressed. And uh, we thank you for being here. So make sure you subscribe. Thanks for hanging out. We moved there from Arizona. And the only reason we live where we live is because there were no homeowners associations. When we lived in Arizona, we had a homeowners association. They were always writing me up. Garbage can lids were off, garage door was open. My rocks, I didn't have a lawn. It was Arizona, so I had rocks, and they were messy because my kids would run through them. Oh, your rocks are a little messy. Didn't know those are the ones that fell out of my head for moving here. <laughs> so we moved to Tennessee. I told my wife, I don't care where we live, just no homeowners. So that's the only rule I have. You can pick wherever we want to live. No homeowners. So we're driving around our little town, and we, we, it was uh, before uh, GPS and everything, so we, we didn't have directions to this house we were looking for. So we figured we'll ask somebody for directions. So we're driving down the street, and we see a family of four on, the co- uh, on, the, on their front lawn in the middle of an activity. i got to tell you, I've been around. I, I hadn't seen before. All four of them were in the process of burning the family couch on the front lawn. <laughs> I fell out of the car. I said, thank you, Lord Jesus. You have, you have brought me to the promised land. <laughs> There's no homeowners association <laughs> It's almost like too stereotypical, and it's it's funny, and maybe that's why I included a LOL in my response. But if uh, you've ever uh, lived in a HOA, which is a homeowners association, boys and girls, and you've ever found yourself at the receiving end of one of those letters, that's a friendly little reminder about an infraction that you may have done against the code of the neighborhood. Friendly, my ass. Hey, raise your hand, everyone, because we can now join you. 
Um, we are troublemakers in our new neighborhood. Rabble rousers in our new uh, subdivision here in Oro Valley, Arizona. Now, I want to remind you, we closed on this home. Uh, was it May? It was, no, no, it was, it was April 20, 20, 25th. 20, yeah. 25th, right? That's right. Yeah, it was, five day, it was supposed to be on 420, which we okay. laughed about, of course, because we're immature. And then it ended up being pushed by five days. And then AJ didn't get out here until May... Like, uh, 6th? 6th, May 7th. Yeah, May 7th. I tried to get out here by Cinco de Mayo. I figured it'd be okay. a good place for be, to be, but I couldn't make it. She was by herself literally up until uh, June 13th. That's when my son and I came out here from Michigan. So you can really say that the home has been occupied by a family yeah. for a month. Which actually, technically, right now, it's not even a month. It's really more like three weeks. Yeah. But so for three to four weeks, there has been a family living in this home, and we have already drawn the ire of our HOA. And yes, homeowners associations, right now someone's going to say, well, why'd you choose to live there then? And I agree, and I told AJ that. Yes, but here's what I found out since we moved out here. Go ahead. You are hard-pressed to find a neighborhood without an HOA out here. That is very true. Arizona, outside of your traditional cities. Yeah are basically HOA havens, which yeah, I think are is, is about as on the up and up as all the 70s and 80s era politicians <laughs> that wrote the building codes for Southern Florida. Who, I just want to know, who came up with this? It's a brilliant idea. And, and sold it, because really what it is, is is a group of jabronis who think they're <laughs> well, in charge. No, wait a second, let go me ahead. go with this. Go ahead. It's a group of people who want to be in charge, and they say, you got to pay us to be in charge. And um, we're not going to really do a lot for you, except give you a bunch of rules and give you uh, penalties when you don't follow them. I some would, HOAs. I would say. Some HOAs are better than others. I will say that. This one, not so much. <laughs> How do you know that? You had one interaction. She's ready now to go full-blown uh, war on uh, the HOA. Because it's just bizarre. Because and, it upsets you? Because we didn't read the rules? Is that why? No, because, my God, like we're still moving in. Here's what happened. Do they know that? Um, how, <laughs> how could they not? No, I, and I mean that. So when the second... AJ mo- loves attaching a whole bunch of emotion to these kind of things. I was just insulted because... I, well, we had the... So the moving pod was in yeah. our driveway. So, so yeah, hold on. You the have, moving pod got here with all of up. our furniture. Now we live... Now, before we even get into this, this is an HOA. Yes, we are aware. Yes, we pay our monthly dues. Yes, they sent us a stack of papers with a bunch of, I'm sure, rules like this in them. We did not read these, okay? So I want to take all the responsibility that we can take, okay? We get a letter in the mail, and what does the letter say? Um, The letter came with a uh, picture. Somebody actually drove down our street and took a picture. I mean, they do give you proof. That is kind of like the red camera. uh, The red light camera, yeah. I mean, that is like the proof, because if they just sent you a letter, you you could say, well, what the fuck are you talking about? It's... It's, it's technology. So, so they, they give you proof of your violation. And this letter was like, hey, this is like a friendly reminder that you can't do A, B, C, or D, and you did A, B, C, or D. The next time, it's going to be like a violation, and they yes. fine us. And the well, they didn't say fine, but they said the next one would be a violation. Yeah, but they do end up fining you. Trust you, me. Now do you I, know? I, I mean, I don't yes, know. Yes, now I do. I read everything. <laughs> that's, that's uh, but but I mean, do they? We, we don't know. That, that's what I hate to say. We're ignorant in this in this uh, uh, situation what they binged us for was a trash can being outside 
where it's visible. Yes. Um, and the we, trash cans were kept when we bought the home in, in the garage. In the garage. But then the moving pod got here, and we're like, "Well, we need to empty the pod so they can pick it up, but we don't intend on unpacking everything in a day. Sure. So let's just put it all in the garage." Um, to do that, we had to take the garbage cans out and put them on the side of the house. And apparently that's an infraction to have. And it wasn't even both of them. It was just one of them on the yeah. side of the house they got a picture of. But I mean, they, they, it is very much like a, we uh, want to they start, they opened it with, we want to keep our neighborhood beautiful, yeah. which I agree, but I also don't feel see, like that I makes would, it see, not beautiful. But, but, but now I was going to give you devil's advocate though. Okay. Yeah. So, so you can, that's fine. Um, what if then, let's say, 50% of our subdivision now started just leaving their garbage cans like out front? No, I know. And, and Would you walk through it and, and still think it looks as nice? No. Probably not, which I know that's unfortunate, but you have to say the extreme because if, you know, you go, oh, what's the big deal with this? It's kind of like the same thing where you get pulled over by a cop. I know. And you're speeding. And they go, and you go, what's the big fucking deal? And it's like, well, if everyone's doing that, then, you know. I get it. But um, it is. I get it, and I am unreasonably pissed off about it. It's so funny. It is. I'm going to tell you what this is. And I I haven't even told her this yet. Oh, Lord. But I really think it's because I'm, you know, well, first off, we all know that I've evolved even further. I'm I'm Clark 43. Yes, you're not Clark 42 anymore. These guys didn't know. Clark 43 is even more full of wisdom than Clark 42. Uh-oh. And Clark 43 is just kind of, you know, when I came here to Arizona, I left kind of a, a mindset behind. I left the person behind. I left someone who got riled up about fucking everything. I left that person behind. Because I didn't like what that person did to my body and my mind and my energy. And I kind of am taking who Clark 42 is and I made him Clark 43 and that's how I'm doing it here. You're still kind of rooted in the broadcast industry. Yeah. You're very much still in it. I think you have a lot of that same energy. Yeah. And it's very... I don't think any of this has to do with my profession, though. No, Me getting no, no, pissed no. about the HOA? No, 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 no. But that's like you operate on a little bit of, of a higher octane. Like, like that's just the industry that that, that that we... You run fast and hot and do-do-do-do-do-do-do. And something like that is like, ah, you know, because you're well, dealing with like... You're, you're sitting here like dealing with world affairs now. You're dealing yeah. with like fucking serious shit. Presidents being assassinated. Yes, this was on the same day that the president of Haiti <laughs> so, was assassinated in his home. So forgive me if I didn't see, put my garbage can in the I'm, garage. See, that's what I'm talking about. I don't know. It's and just going to be a little bit me. different when I get home from dealing with my people. Yeah. You know, but it's, it's funny because I did see that. I said, man, she's really, I'm shocked at how unamped up I am about it. See, I got the letter and opened it before he saw it. And my, my first thought was Pat's going to lose it because Pat's very ODD. He, yeah. he likes to challenge authority. He's been doing that since he was a kid. I'm like, he's going to lose his shit. And for a minute, I saw it like wash over his face. And then the next minute it was gone. <laughs> I mean, he did, trust me, he did joke a little bit about, I'm going to call him. I'm going to call him and give him shit. But then he was just like, yeah, it's fine. And I was like, it is not fine, man. We just moved into this house. There's a move in the hold same on, picture. Hold on, hold on. I, I forgot. When we signed the papers with the HOA, does it say 
you get a moving in grace period of 90 days to not follow the rules. No, but you should. Oh. <laughs> you, see? I just would have thought that maybe, you know, the moving pods in the picture that I they I love how I'm us. the rational one out of us, too. Do you guys like this? Do you guys just like screw this? Screw you guys. I'm paying you. I already, Do something for me. I already had one guy vote against Clark Clark 43. We already have one guy that says, I miss the old angry, angsty Pat from uh, radio. That's but. because he's angry and angsty and need, needs an outlet, and now but, he doesn't have you. So, I mean, you know... The funny part about it is, is that it's a, it's, um, it's funny because it's so stereotypical of everything you hear about HOAs. Everything you hear about HOAs is, um, obviously doesn't apply here, but you have to keep your, your grass at a certain length. Or you have to have a certain color petunia. Uh, of course, I bitched about it on my Facebook. One of my friends said they got fined by their HOA because they had. Um, they had rocks out for landscaping yeah. and there were like blank spots where the rocks got moved around mm-hmm. and they got fined for it. And, and, and listen, I have heard some of those stories and unfortunately those are the ones you hear about are the stupid bullshit well, ones yeah, like they, ours. You know, they are, um, but it's, it's just one of those things of if you've never dealt with it, yeah, it's like one of those, those almost triggers. And it's so funny for the first one to be. And again, just Clark 43 goes, well, we signed up for it. We did not read the rules. We were ignorant of them. But that's not a pass in anything in life. Go go murder someone right now and then tell the oh, judge, I, no, you I can't didn't murder know. Someone. It doesn't matter. I get it. But, They're okay. not going to let you off. But let's it. not equate leaving a garbage can on the side of our house with murdering somebody. No, but okay? I'm saying, do you recognize up is yes. down and like down is up? Is yes, like- but I just think HOAs for the most part are bullshit. And it sucks that we were like, oh, she's still we, so angry. She's we so don't angry. have a choice here. Like there's, In fact, this is one you of the choice. You didn't have to buy the house here. You could have bought a house somewhere else. We didn't. This is one of the cheaper HOAs. And that was one of the things we realized when we were looking for houses out here is that they all have HOAs attached to them and all the fees are different. This one was reasonable, but they've already binged us. But I mean, I want to be the HOA police. Do I get a uniform and a badge? Oh that says listener. Karen. She's a fucking 14 year old. I got a mall so raging against the mall police. <laughs> or you do what I did. You email them back. As I did today. Did you? Good for you. And you say, just that. We just moved in. I was ignorant of the rules. I apologize. And then I simply asked if there's a basic version of living in our HOA 101 that I can access. Right. Give me like a one sheet. Don't okay. give me a book. That's what you do. You don't give call up. I know. I didn't, I didn't call anybody and go, give me, give me. She wanted to. Oh, she wanted to. No, I'd rather just bitch about it on the podcast. <laughs> really had no idea how many are there? how many michiganders are in arizona um there's a facebook group called michiganders in arizona that i am now part of and i almost felt bad saying like i wanted to be part of the group because you know they ask you questions now to make sure you're not like a troll or a bot and they were like are you from michigan and then I you s- go i i was a troll because i lived under the bridge ah, that's 
See, that's how Where's you, your cowbell? It's outside. Oh, man. It's in Studio it's, B. It's, it's in outside. Studio B. Um, but I'm like, well, I'm not from Michigan, but I just moved here from Michigan, and I love Michigan. Yeah. Um, but it is, first of all, let's talk about uh, Kogels, because apparently mm-hmm. they come here once a year with snossages okay. for all the people here. So now to explain for folks who are listening, as we perhaps uh, mentioned before in, in, in Russia or India, maybe you're somewhere there in the U.S. Virgin Islands, uh, Kogel's is a really local to Flint, Michigan, sausage and hot dog factory that's been around forever for centuries, family owned. That is a family name. Yes, I've met one of them. Poor kid wants to be a sports broadcaster. That's right. He wants to have nothing to do no. with the, the family company. He was graduating high school. A kid wants to go into broadcasting. I'm like, <laughs> you're going to end up with sausage, ain't you? But it literally, when we moved to the mid-Michigan area, it was not a hot dog unless it was a Kogel. And I even saw that reflected in local chains, which to me really has the biggest impact. When you roll through a Rally's or a Checker's and they're serving Kogel's as their $1 hot dog, yep. that means that the locals will only accept that brand of hot dog. Very much like when I lived in Salt Lake City, Utah, and there was something called fry sauce. It is just uh, mayo and ketchup mixed together. But you would go, I mean... It's a local delicacy. People, I mean, McDonald's made their own. A Burger King made their own because that's what their customers wanted. So I feel like it's the same situation. Yeah, and it's just one of the many like Michigan brands that people become very, um, very... There's no substitute. No, there's no substitute. People become very loyal to these brands, and Kogel's is one of them. And that's what I found out on this Facebook page, that there are so many Michiganders here in Arizona that Michigan companies actually come down here and cater to uh, Arizonans who have moved from Michigan. Yeah. Um, there's Kogel's on the road. Mm-hmm. That's when they um, they apparently drive all over the place and and get you your kogels, which is awesome because I will absolutely take advantage of it. So now now the the famed of of them all because obviously they have a lot of products, but the yeah. the, the product I assume you're talking about the most is the Kogel's Vienna style hot dog. Yes, which is a hot dog with a natural casing. Okay, oh, so good. So that's the big thing: natural casing. Um, and even our son, who's a pretty picky eater. Took to the Vienna's yes. really fast. Like, all right, that's a real hot dog yeah. right there. Uh, so it was weird when I went to the store here, just expecting there to be a big section full not. of Kogels, and there was nothing. Because, I mean, they literally, in Michigan, at all your major chains, they have their own end cap with, yeah. with all their sausages and all their stuff. So it is it, it, it is one of those that is, I almost, I want to say, is it just a mid-Michigan thing? Does it go into Detroit? Um, I I feel so. like you start I getting. Know. I feel like they 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 do Vienna's in Detroit, but I don't feel like it's Kogel brand. So it's almost like a mid the central Michigan phenomenon. So since we've been here, I have seen um a license plate from Grand Blank, Michigan, which is where we moved from. Lasco, um, right? Wasn't right, it Lasco? Yeah, it was Lasco, and that's why I said, "Oh, there's a Lasco out here." And I said, "No, it's." Did they ever advertise with us? I don't know. Stop that! Stop that! Pull that! <laughs> um, but I was like, "Oh, I didn't know there was Lasco." goes in Arizona and there's not it's from so I saw that license plate there is a house and the other subdivision with um, an MSU flag outside tons of Michigan like stickers on cars I'm trying to figure out if most of these I think a lot of the people in the group 
in the Facebook group are snowbirds. Yeah, sure. Because a lot of them are posting pictures from Michigan this summer. So it's like they went back to enjoy summer in Michigan, which is ironic because from what I've heard, they're not really having one right now. Yeah. It's pretty shitty. It's pretty rainy. It's like 60 degrees. But maybe that's what those folks want. Maybe they don't want the 110 well, degree heat here, and they also don't want the 10 to below. I mean, if you want an average of 70 degrees, you could literally do that between jumping between Arizona and Michigan, you um, know? But it's just, I had no idea that there were so many Michiganders in Arizona. And I even, mm-hmm. I got my hair done for the first time last week. And my hairstylist, we're getting to know each other. And she said, where are you, where'd you move here from? I said, Michigan. And she said, oh, everybody knew I'm meeting here is either Michigan or California. She goes, nobody else is moving here except Michiganders well, and Californians. Yeah, I think we, we talked about it for a while. The, um, we could tell who the invasive species is, right? And it's every, it's not us. every area has <laughs> one, by the way, no matter where you live, I guarantee there's another state or town or whatever the fuck it is that you guys all say, oh, they keep showing up, <laughs> right? If it's, if it's Wisconsin, you say it about Illinois people that move up. If it's Indiana, you say it about Illinois people. Basically, it's Illinois people going everywhere. Well, it's, for, for Michigan, it's Ohio. For, yeah, for Michigan. It's, but everyone has someone where you're like, Ugh, and we quickly figured out that the Californians, the Californians, those were like the population that everyone didn't like because they were driving up home values. They yeah. were buying houses cash because they were- Well, there's a lot of people coming here from California who make a ton of money, yeah. but it doesn't go that far in California, yeah. so they come here and drive up you house like, prices. Well, and when you get like 20% property tax and shit. It's yeah, crazy. that too. I mean, but it's, it's just interesting because nobody nobody's against the Michiganders in Arizona, but they do not want the Californians here. But but it's, it's so, I mean, the Californians are the big import right now, but... The other one, apparently, at least according to your to your hairdresser, is uh, Michiganders. Yes, it's just I had no idea, and I do. Yeah. I, I honestly like. I feel a little at home here oh, because of that. Because there's that. Michigan stickers all over that. the place, and there's Michiganders. And she's I, officially detached from Wisconsin. Oh, y'all. it's weird. You hear that, you guys? It's very weird. She's I didn't detached. plan on this. I'm not doing this on purpose. She I is plan detached on now. She looks back at Michigan fondly, huh? Well, I mean, that was seven years of our life. That was a long time. I mean, I grew up in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, yeah, but it also sure. now it's changed so much. I haven't lived at home in. God, see, and like 15, that's fifteen years, so it doesn't feel like home when I go home anymore. Everything's changed so much. That's what I was telling my son because we were watching some shit on TV, and this is a, a hor- horrific event to bring up. But um, the Laquan McDonald uh, shooting in Chicago, which was a huge to do, which involved police cover ups and a, a, a dead uh, a child. Oh, God, it happened three blocks from where I grew up. Yeah, and. My son, of course, immediately equates to what he's seeing on TV to when I grew up. And I go, listen, it was a long time ago. Yeah. And we started talking about that. And we talked about how I said, places change and they'll be the same, but they'll be different. Yeah. And I talked and and I told him, I said, as we've moved around now, I said, certain places are just going to become like little memories. and. You know, you're not necessarily going to yearn for them or long for them, but yeah. they'll be part of your story. Yeah, I'm not. And I've never like been dying to move back to Milwaukee. Everybody just assumes that when you move away from home, you're dying to get back home. And after a while, I realized I'm not like yeah. that. It just wasn't the same anymore. And I didn't want to go back, quote unquote, home. I mean, Milwaukee will always be home to me, but like Michigan. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Like that will that will be a second home forever. Yeah. I mean, I feel I that's why I felt like I had to explain myself in the Facebook group. I'm like, well, 
I'm not born and raised, <laughs> yeah. but I just spent the last seven years there and I really loved it. So yes, I considered myself a Michigan. Well, and because like we've talked before in our former lives of broadcasting, you know, especially morning racky, wacky radio people, you know, you really are forced to dive into a community. You do not just get to move somewhere and kind of exist. Yeah. You, you, like we are here. Yeah. Like you move somewhere and immediately you meet all you, the you have community to meet, people yep. and you meet all and, and you know all the big events and you start attending them and, and you start start making friends with business people and you make friends with, I mean, it's yeah. you, you are totally immersed. So you, yeah, it's very much like a full immersion yeah. very fast where you can get those deep, you know, attachments. Yeah. And, and now that's just, oh, funny. I totally have a deep attachment to Michigan. It's yeah. really comforting to see people talk about Michigan while they're here in Arizona. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. I left so fast. And I don't know if that was a right or wrong thing to do, but for me, it worked this time um, emotionally. But it's just, it's comforting, you know? I've uh, met my decent share here so far. Uh, a couple from Chicago. That's pretty easy. You can throw a, oh, yeah. throw a stone and hit Chicago. Chicago is another one. Chicagoans are, I mean, there are Chicago chains we have, that only yeah. exist in Chicago. In random parts of Arizona, because they've all moved out here for the weather. Yeah, legendary. Chicago's had this pipeline to Phoenix, man, for 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 decades. My family included. So a lot of Chicagoans you can find. A lot of Michiganders. Now I hit a Seattleite when I was hanging out. Um, a lot at the of Pacific store. Northwesters are yeah. Northwesterners are coming down here. I, don't, I think the pandemic did it. I really do. I really think that just the the. Um, the fact of everything was just like, I mean, I don't know, life getting turned upside down and spun around like that, I think really encouraged a lot of people to make their 10-year plan, a five-year plan, a one-year plan. Huh, that's funny you say that because we have a friend who's moving from Wisconsin yeah. to Florida and in at? his Facebook post, he said, we just made the 10-year plan, a one-year plan. We're yeah. going to Florida. Yeah. I mean, because, you know, when you go through a global pandemic and you see people dying and you see the world not knowing what to do, you start going, do, how much time do I really have YOLO do, you know yeah should I make that a 10 year plan no fuck that we're gonna do it now so maybe well, that's, and also you know. I, I do and, and it's worked out for me I mean the working remotely I can do my yeah. job from my house and I can I continue to plan on doing that the so. work from home nomads you can go anywhere it's kind of cool I mean it does the time zone thing does suck a little bit but it is really cool and it's just it's very comforting to see other Michiganders in Arizona all right so when you so uh Kogel sausages one of those coming I don't know Kogel's on the road when are you hitting up tucson the pat and aj podcast network is available on all your favorite audio platforms subscribe today follow pat and aj on twitter instagram youtube and facebook now at pat and aj pat and support the pat and aj podcast network today by donating on venmo or cash app powered by the people the pat and aj podcast